Hello and welcome to Family Dynamics. It's Catherine and Liz and Ed and John. And we have two special guests with us. Our mom is back with her sister, Therese. Say hi, mom and Aunt Therese. Hello. We're so glad to be here. Hi, everybody. This is Therese. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. Love it. Yeah, we're so lucky that you're back in town again so soon because it's not even been that long. But it was for a very special reason that you're back in town. Yeah, I think we might have teased it a little bit last time you were in that you might be back because there was a baby on the way, another grandchild for you. Yes. Number 11. Number 11 has been born. Congratulations to you and to your son, Christian, and his lovely... Are, are they married? They're married now. Yeah. Yes. So spouse, Jenny. Yes. Adorable. Yes. What? I, I just had to be sure. I had to remember in my brain that, oh, yes, they did get married. I forgot. Okay. Yes. They are a happily married couple that just had a brand new baby boy. Two weeks old. Yes. That's so exciting. And any reason to get you back here on uh, Southern California soil where you feel very lucky. Yeah. So I think what we should talk about today is just make it light and fun. And I'd like to know a little more about the two of you and your grandmother journeys. Because you just said, Aunt Therese, you have 11 grandchildren now. Yes, I do. And mom, let's test you. How many grandchildren do you have? 12. No, you have 13. (laughs) Oh, well, that's true. Plus one. (laughs) 12 plus one. (laughs) (laughs) And I I mean, at this point, I do not think we should say name them all to either one of you, because God forbid. Well, that's too much of a test. Nobody (laughs) needs to do that. I mean, I think even... Oh, Therese has a list. She just indicated she's got a little piece of paper. She has a cheat sheet, which is probably not a bad idea. That's smart. That's a good way to handle it. (laughs) I mean, mean, Mom, you could barely get all eight of us names and birth dates correct. Yeah, look at her. She's like, I can't. Birthdays. Oh, no, thanks. No, you often forget mine, and I'm the same date as your mother's. I never forget yours. a couple years of the texts come like a day later but that that's okay i mean it's like you know oh yeah well yeah that's okay i mean i don't think you forgot it forgot it it's just you know a very 16 candles like you know oh yeah you know the things on your <laughs> mind and you just remember the next a day. lot going on right all right so you are in town because your son christian just had his son what was the name that they gave this little beautiful boy Beringer gerard that is quite a name yes. amazing okay yeah. so do we know why or how the middle name is that the same as christian's middle name correct okay ah. all right i only picked that up last night somebody was talking about it at grand mary's house there were some people over for dinner was it last night or whatever night anyway <laughs> and then i was like oh okay so that is actually a name that has occurred before so there's a reference for that right so yeah what's the origin of the name so because of the last name sonier mm-hmm. uh, they wanted a, a french name and they didn't want to go with like Pierre or Marcel or something. (laughs) So they did some research and uh, Christian found out that apparently in France there is a Beringer Saunier. Oh. So he thought that was so terrific that uh, they agreed. Oh, that's that that crazy. The, the yeah. same last name. Yeah, yeah. He was a priest, um, sort of disgraced. And, oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there's some sort of controversy. I think there oh. was uh, uh, based uh, one of the books of. Um, Dante Code or whatever that is. Oh, da sure. Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Da Vinci Code origin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You mean like Dante's Inferno? No. Okay. You mean actually Da Vinci's Code? Got yes. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That type of controversy. Yeah. Dante Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, mom. You, mom, plug your ears because of the Dan Brown books she was very scandalized oh, by. Yeah, yeah. I loved all of them. But so some relevancy to the Da Vinci Code. Yes. But. The full name, Berenger and Saunier, yes. that's awesome. But I like that there's some disgrace scandal around yes. him. Yeah, okay, yeah. And Gerard, what is the origin of that name related well, to family? They have an uncle, Gerard. Oh, okay. Uncle Jerry, yeah. I didn't know that was his name. I thought it was always Jerry. <laughs> well, so for, Mom, you just learned something. So Berenger, he could be Barry. Yes, or Bear. I like Bear. Yeah. I like Wait. Bear, too. Let's yeah. put a vote in. So his nickname will be Barry Jerry? <laughs> or BJ. Ooh, I, forget it. No, because it's BG. It's BG. Yes. Okay. We'll just call him Big. I like Bear. I think Bear is so cute. And he has got one of the best heads of hair I've ever seen on a baby. Amazing. I mean, the color is sort of like a little auburn red. And I mean, yeah. he is adorable. Because for us, that's a second cousin, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know how it works. Is it just a cousin cousin? No, because I think, you know, your children, the the children of your cousins. Right. That is our cousin. But 
John, did you have a theory? If I remember when I looked this up 10 years ago, yes, correct, second cousin. Boom. Okay. So, Berenger is our second cousin with a great little head of hair. So, basically, I want to go back. So, this is, I mean, number 11 and you 13. Our youngest is Lauren, who's going into the fourth grade. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm like feeling it. Where are the babies? <laughs> well, uh-huh. I don't know if the next generation is starting anytime soon, meaning your grandchildren and you becoming a great-grandmother. I, I mean, God willing, you're here to experience that, but I doesn't yeah. seem to be on the immediate horizon for the ones that are sort of in the age range. So Yeah. There's a couple who are old enough, but don't seem to be in a place in their life where that's what's happening. So, yeah. A little yeah. more career-focused. So, we were talking about Behringer. Why did you come so quickly? Well, so I was having conversations with Christian, and they were well taken care of in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have to do anything, and people got them whatever they needed. So, they then they got home, and it was sort of overwhelming to oh, yeah. be recovering from a C-section, sure. have a brand new baby that's mm-hmm. big, and needing to eat. And so by that point, you know, your milk hasn't come in, and they feed every two, three hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Christian said, I'd really like it if you would come now. <laughs> yeah, because for you coming just across, you know, right. from Boston to California versus Australia, yeah. and that's already mapped out when she's coming, would be a little more difficult to adjust. Yeah, because a C-section and also Christian's home has a lot of staircases, so right. to go up yeah. and down those, not happening right. for Jenny. Right. And I also just think babies just want to be held. Right. So exactly. if, if, you, if you can take a nap and know that Grandma or Gigi is holding right. the baby, you can have some peace of mind. Right. Yeah, because a C-section is a very different recovery. Yeah. You know, and it's it's, well, it's it a is, pretty traumatic procedure. I mean, it's, it's a not, surgery. Yeah. It's a major you know surgery to recover from. Yeah. And so yeah, and you're, the breastfeeding that the first couple of days of just adjusting to that is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's nice you came right away. Right. Right. <laughs> And then so, you know, like I came help out, help with the, a meal needed and uh, laundry, a lot of laundry. Oh, laundry, sure. Yeah. And holding the baby. <laughs> Fabulous, you know. Oh, nice. And just because Christian's um, really your only child that has, you know, flown the Boston coop and right. all the way across the United States. So it's nice that you're able to come and kind of right. be Gigi here. Yeah, right. I want to kind of go back to how your grandmother journey started. So you would have been with your daughter, Michelle. Right. And her daughter, Gabby. Yes. Who's a fantastic young lady. And you would have been with James, our older brother. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Marie so, would have been your first. Tell us a little about, we'll start with you, Aunt Therese, because you're here. So Michelle was with Gabby, then that was your first grandchild. And was were you all living back east at the time together? Yes, yeah. Michelle was not living with me at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was 45, Oh, okay. 45. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because she was in her 20s, which, right. Michelle you know, is 20s. not young, but, right. you know, it, it's it's funny. It's young for today's standards. A lot of women don't have kids until easily yeah. 30s, 30s mid-30s. That's more yeah, typical. So 20, I mean, particularly here where we live, that's a more right. standard. Right. Get your career going. Right whatever your relationship is for a couple of years and then maybe think about a family. Yeah. So then she was not living with you. She had Gabby so, at 23. Right. And then she was living with me. With Gabby? A, with a little baby yes, with you? With a, That's kind of awesome. Right. And Gabby says that she has like five mothers. Uh, oh. <laughs> because everyone was so involved. This was an only child for a while, the mm-hmm. granddaughter. And she was so adorable that everybody was involved and uh, very interested. I'm not surprised. Also because, you know, Michelle being the oldest, she had all these younger siblings, her aunts and uncles, and, you know, for them to have a little baby that they could help, you know, or be involved with and take out and do fun things with. I mean, we didn't have that experience so much, Mom, with James because James was living back east when he had his first daughter, Marie. Right. Actually, I want to ask you this, Trace. Were you, because this is something that I find kind of, Interesting with you, Mom, but when Michelle had Gabby, were you in the delivery room? Were you... Or yes, I was. Oh, yeah. I okay. cut the cord and... Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you've really been there since day one. Yeah. Absolutely. Minute one. Yeah, yeah. What was that like watching your daughter give birth to your granddaughter? Well, I 
because I had been through it, I knew what stage she was in as far mm. as transition, and it seemed like the nurses weren't ready for her to deliver. Oh. And I knew that she was in transition. You're like, uh-oh, this is happening. Yeah. So I said, I think you ought to call a doctor, and the nurse said, okay, let's see how she is. And then sort of a shocked look comes over her face, <laughs> like, oh my God, she's crowning, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, she had the baby very fast in the hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... I always think that'd be so, you know, I have a son, so I don't know that I'll get that experience, you know. Maybe the daughter-in-law will be like, I do not want my mother-in-law in here. Yeah, right. We never know. Um, but I think it'd be so, you know, it's such a passing of the torch or such a, a, you know, one of those life events to watch your child. Right. Because literally, I was just away with my younger sister, and she was walking with her two boys who are older than my son. And I was like, that is my baby sister with these two, like, young men, like, how did that happen? Yeah. So I can't imagine that as a parent watching your daughter give birth. It yeah. would it'd just be like the circle of life. Right, right. Because mom, were you, when James had his first child, which was a girl, Marie, were you in the delivery room? No. They were in New York and they called me and I flew out that night. Oh, that night. Wow. I swore at the end of that I was never taking another red eye. <gasps> oh. oh, you really flew out that quickly. Weren't they in North Carolina? Was it? Yeah. In Marie, I think oh, they were in actually, North Carolina. they were in the South because it's a very famous little vignette that happens there and it had to be the South. Well, what's the famous vignette? Oh, I was so out of it <laughs> when I got there because, you know, all night on the plane, it was terrible. And, of course, I wanted to be helpful. So, would you go to the grocery store for us? Well, I hadn't really eaten anything. And so, Wait, you arrived immediately? Well, within, say, an hour. They, they were said, putting you to work. Yeah. So I went to the grocery store, and I thought, i got to get something to eat. And they had, you know, a service counter. Mm-hmm. like where A little they, deli, right? A little deli. And so I thought, fried chicken. Southern fried chicken. Oh, that would be so fabulous. From the grocery store. Yeah. Well, Don't. Uh, that is not underrated. I'm telling you, that's some damn good fried chicken usually. Oh, okay. oh that's what they do. And so anyway, I go up to the, the deli counter, and I said... I wanted to get some fried chicken. And the kid said, oh, I'm sorry, we're sold out. And I said, oh, how rude. And the kid looked like someone had hit him with a oh, two-by-four. Oh, no. <laughs> I realized in the South, to be rude would be about the worst thing you could do to a customer. Oh, okay. And it was just a California saying, and, you know, uh-huh. he didn't know that. And it's kind of an awkward moment. Did you look elderly at that time? I mean, because, no, because, not really. because the Southern How are going to be nice to an older, you know, woman. Ma'am. She's, ma'am. <laughs> How old is she now? Good Lord, I have no idea. Uh, she's I don't almost, think she's quite 30, so yeah. you'd be in your 50s, but not that far. But you also had gray hair then. Yeah, I did go gray in my face. So 40s. it really might have been alarming that this elderly woman, <laughs> older woman, is telling him how rude. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. So anyway. Fried some up immediately. We had, you know, a lovely visit. Wait, did you not get fried chicken then? No. Really? I had to figure out something else So quick. you're delirious in the grocery store, <laughs> trying to get groceries. They weren't even home from the hospital, though, were they? Um, yeah, they came right home. What? Oh, you know. Like after a minute. Yeah. Well, now turnaround is usually, I mean, 48 hours is like, you know, if nothing's wrong, you're basically home in 48 hours. So when I first had the first baby, you stayed at least five days. Five I know. Days. You said you could like smoke in the hospital. You'd have coffee, oh, yeah. a steak. I mean, <laughs> airline travel and basically having a baby. Having yeah. a baby has changed a lot. A lot. Yeah. Okay. So now you're at the grocery store. You're not getting your fried chicken. You come back. So, th- so I got to say. I don't know. It's a a weird, you're so vulnerable and you're so exhausted because you're not Michelle's. This was your son. So it's your daughter-in-law. I don't know if I could have handled you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I mean, it's it's a hard transit. You're so exhausted. You're so depleted having just given birth. Yeah, but you know, remember, I was used to going about 90 miles an hour at all I know, but I don't know if I can handle that energy. I'd be like, oh my God. I think the whole point is your barriers are lower. You take the help that you get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So then you were there. Oh, and of course, Michelle, I mean, she's like, can we canonize her now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Our sister in laws. (laughs) She is so remarkable. Yeah, she's a very sweet woman and a very kind, you know, even keel. I don't really ever seen a. 
I mean, five children. I don't think I've ever seen her lose her shit. Oh, I mean, no. how could you not? But she, I don't think I ever saw her. You oh, know. No. Oh no. Yeah. So you're there now. This is your. This was your first grandchild. Yeah. Were yeah. you excited? Oh, over the moon. I mean, why do you think I flew out the same day? I know. Like you couldn't it. wait till normal hours. <laughs> well, it's gonna happen. Well, I couldn't be gone too long because I was already teaching. Oh, that's the right. Teaching oh. year had started. Oh wait. Speaking of hair. Because we had mentioned that Christian's baby has such remarkable hair. Fantastic hair. Marie has amazing red hair. When she was a baby, did she have red hair right out of the gate? Was it very obvious? Oh, okay. A little hue. But not a clear indication of where we were going, that this Um, was the beginning of the redheads in James's family. You could kind of figure it out. Oh, okay. And I was very hopeful because, (laughs) excusing me from the, the four members present, I always wanted a redhead. Oh, well, sorry to disappoint yeah, you, but wow. I mean, where okay. was the redhead? Whatever you where got, was, Rosemary. Out of a bottle, <laughs> but where was the red hair coming from on our side? Yeah, that's recessive just, somewhere, obviously. <laughs> where did it come from with James's kids? Yeah, well, we didn't there. But Michelle comes from a family of 13, so it could be somewhere on her side. I'm saying, was there an aunt or an uncle that you two would remember red hair? Yeah, it has to line up. You both have to have it for red hair to happen. Oh. It's a recessive gene. Mm. That's why it's so uncommon. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's odd, because if you two don't remember any, you know, and James's uncle. was kind of reddish when he was little, but not not yeah. redhead. Yeah. No, and actually, Rosie was a strawberry blonde, mm. naturally. Yes, I'll give her that. Yes, yeah. and <laughs> that's the current color. Yeah, and it looks good on her. So yeah, it does. Yeah. So our, our you know, that might be enhanced, but there is some red hair in our family of that generation. So how long did you stay when you went? Maybe five days or something like that. They've traveled and moved so much. I don't know that she had any additional family support. So that's really nice that you went. Now, Therese, how long are you here this time? I'm here another week. Yeah, because I thought when we saw you for a baby shower um, two or three months ago, you said you were going to let them have their space. Right. And then you're going to come maybe two months after the baby was born. So when we got the text message that they had had the baby and the fabulous photo, I thought, well, that's going to be so wonderful. Aunt Therese will be here in about two months. I think it was like two days later, there was a photo of you holding the baby. So how did you get here? I mean, obviously you didn't take an overnight like our insane mother and you weren't looking for fried chicken on arrival. How did you you get here so quickly or how did that come about? Well, I had discussions with Christian and I said I know that Jenny's mom is coming on the 6th. All the way from Australia. So yes. a little more right. of a trek. Right. And this is her first grandbaby. Oh, oh. really? Yes. Oh, Exciting for her. Okay, right. yeah. So I wanted them to sort of settle down, settle in, and also give the other grandmother a yaya, they yeah. call it, Aww. in Greek, mm-hmm. and um, a chance to bond and you know, sort of fit into yeah, you the don't household. Wanna, yeah. You're sort of, because like I said, daughter-in-law, right. you're like, I don't I want to tread lightly whatever she feels comfortable with right give her some space so she's yaya jenny's mom right what is your name as a grandmother Gigi. you're Gigi. i love it oh my god that's so cute are you Gigi with all your grandkids yep Oh, that's, that's funny. so cute. We have a Gigi in our family because her name is Virginia. And Jack, one of your grandsons, basically couldn't say Virginia. So it was Gigi and that has stuck. Yeah. And mom, you, what do you go by? <laughs> this is kind of hilarious. When the first grandchild was born, there were at least one great, great grandmother. Mm. I mean, she On had, her side. Yeah. Okay. And two or three great grandmothers. Insane. Yeah, but, but like I said, wait. She what? comes from th- mm-hmm. she comes from thirteen, so the age gap is like a twenty plus year age gap between all the siblings. So some of Michelle's sisters have become grandmothers. So her mother was a great grandmother. Oh, and you're my- saying within the extended family, other various grandma. Okay, so so they all had names. Yeah. So what was not taken? Nothing. There was nothing left. <laughs> there was a grandmother, granny, you, you know. nana. You were not a Grammy. Well, uh, Pop Pop is available if you want that. Also, you usually don't want what your mother, we called your mother, both of you, Nana. Yeah. And you did not seem like a Nana at 50 years old. So we came up with Grand Mary. And I've never run into another one. <laughs> it's stuck. Well, it suits you. And then also your nickname, Crinkle, now, or Grand Crank. Oh. <laughs> Grand, 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 yeah. Kirk calls you that? Grand Crank. Yes, only Kirk 
and I have to yeah, he can get away with it. But um, Grand Mary was pretty much awesome, and it suited you. And so when my mother-in-law was about to become a grandmother with my son Ethan, we were singing around. I think it was a large family event, and Jan was like, "Well, I don't know what I want to be called," and I'm sure she had something in mind. But Rosemary very sarcastically or very dryly said, "Well, how about Grand Jan?" And that was it. That stuck. It's never. <laughs> So I like the grand with someone's name on it. Like floated out of Rosemary's mouth onto the name card, permanent ink. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so then you were able to but go ahead. There's a little, there's a little thing. As the kids got older, that became kind of awkward, you know. Grand Mary, I'm a big kid now, so I, I'm GM. Well, all of them, and all the all the texts I send out are GM. Wait, who calls you GM? Uh, the older, like a Jack and a Luke, and Jack some of the Kilmots. Okay, no one calls you that. You mean in text they write that? Yeah, that's different. I've never... But for her, right now in this era, that is how she communicates with all of her grandchildren via text. A and lot they of emojis. Call her GM because I wouldn't type out Grand Mary. Yeah, that's way too long. I wouldn't I even have like the same GM. shortcut for that. You're I... like GM done. Yeah, I like it, Mom. And a lot of emojis or gifts with um, Grand Mary too. You really, you really know how to work a group text. Mom, <laughs> Luke told me, or Jack, where I just was away with two of our nephews, and they told me some story where you sent just a picture of the new cousin, Berenger, like to just him, and he's like, "Okay, great, like <laughs> perfect." He felt like shouldn't that be on a group text? But okay, he's really cute, Grand Mary or GM. Okay, so you both have now at this point had your first grandchildren. <laughs> And I mean, seems like a million years. It is actually. a million years. You're about eleven and thirteen. So James really dominated that for a while because yeah, he I, had the first run. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he had all three of those girls before anybody else had a grandchild. Correct. Correct. That's, that's correct because no sons. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then somebody else was pregnant at the same time as Michelle was expecting the fourth child. It would be Catherine. Yeah, it was me. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Mm, I think you're skipping one. No, no, no. Because we had a fourth girl. Then we had some Uh, slight pregnancy overlap. Like we said, we might have to put up a chart for this because it's too confusing. But are you saying that I was pregnant with Sarah and you were? You had Sarah. Then there was Adam, other boy crossover, maybe. Anyway, whatever it was, they don't want to know what the sex is ahead of time. So they didn't know. And he was born first. So he's the first boy and the first grandson. Right, William. William. But they had three mm-hmm. girls in a row, and the they third, did. Teresa, was close in age to Sarah, your daughter. Not super close. I mean, I no. always think that they're close. They're, they're like not? three or four years apart. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was a, a bit of a gap. So James had his three girls kind of close together. Mm-hmm. So it's Marie, Catherine, and then Teresa. And then there was a little bit of a gap, and then I had Sarah, so that would have been your first local grandbaby. Yes. And was. also, as Liz was saying, like, your daughter having a child. Right. So that was a significantly different experience, I would imagine. Yeah, so you at that point, because I know you went back and you were in the birthing room for one of the kids or two of James's kids. Well, they were. Where were they? I have no idea. At the moment. For sure, New Jersey or New York, you were there, because I remember hearing yes, the story. It, cause it, it was, was in New York. Okay. This is so hilarious. And they thought, you know... They had a family birthing room so the girls could come. And they were just little kids. I am so surprised they allow little kids. Yeah, so they did. And Marie couldn't take it. It was just too intense for her. Well, she because had to get Michelle out does. Of the room. Yeah, because Michelle does natural births, like yeah. no epidural. No. So it's very so intense. Just, yeah, and she also is not a quick deliverer. Ay, ay, ay. So I had to take Marie out because, of course, James was going to stay, definitely. And. Catherine wanted to stay. I don't know how old she was. How interesting. She must have been like two or three. Like, how is that? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she was sitting in the corner of the room eating Cheerios. Oh, well, she is, uh, you know, resident now. I mean, in medical. I mean, I do remember. I could do this. I could do this this all all the time forever. That was your observation, right, Mom? That you were like, oh, Catherine could be a doctor. Little Catherine could be a doctor. She was unfazed by this experience. No, no, no. That is not the case. Oh, okay. So Marie had to have whole explanation outside of the room so we had a lovely time together down the cafeteria no just oh. we were just outside the door oh she came right in when the baby was born. oh okay okay the baby being Teresa, i'm Teresa. assuming oh, okay it's so cute anyway and so i took them out to lunch and we're sitting there having lunch and Catherine said you know that was gross no 
<laughs> well, of course, I really had to restrain myself. So I didn't burst out <laughs> laughing. But oh. you know, as you said, doesn't phase her. I mean, she doesn't. No. She doesn't actually seem like she's all upset about it. And she's just like, "What?" So you were there pre-birth because you probably were there to watch the two other daughters when Michelle was at the hospital for a few days. And plus, what she was overdue. Oh, oh wasn't it? I might oh. have been there, you know, shortly after. Except she didn't have the baby right away. Yeah, because oh. she's an August baby. Who got married in August? I don't know. I mean, that's really challenging. You think we're going to remember marriages? Because we barely remember I had birthdays. To stay in town for the wedding and then immediately go out of town. Um, you might be thinking of my July wedding. I think yeah, you're thinking yeah, my July yeah, wedding yeah. because James, I had two flower girls, and Michelle obviously could not come because she was so close to her delivery date. But James brought um, Catherine and Marie to be my flower girls, so it was my wedding, July. And then Teresa was born in August. But to be in New York, super hot, humid, uh, having to watch little girls. You are a good grand Mary. <laughs> so that was, so then you'd watch, there was your daughter-in-law giving birth and you were in the room or right outside the room. Yeah, yeah. So as Catherine said, I think that's fascinating, the first in-town daughter. And was mom in the room with your birth? Yeah, look, my memories are really bad. <laughs> just in general but i think a whole bunch yes, of people were in the room yeah. you there. definitely were yeah that, wait I, you were in the room ed yep. i think john was i think like How? a lot you weren't john i mean it I was a insanity tough spot too i kept like let me turn away there's a mirror there's a thing there's oh my god <laughs> that's that's alarming. shocking because eric your husband is so sort of like can be easily grossed out by things or like you know lower tolerance for well some. and he also is like not super family oriented because he's basically an only child he, he has some step siblings well there's that but uh, also just like he is easily overwhelmed by our family so the idea that like a whole bunch of people were in the delivery room is very funny to me that he was just like well i guess this is what's happening yeah this is a railroad situation because i think it was all the sisters and gray mary just like well we're here what are you going to say about it yeah because there was overall throughout like particularly the girls there was a lot of excitement because it was the first local baby it's the first sister to have a baby you know and all of them are sort of like at some point this is going to be maybe us so you let's did, like yeah so fine i mean you were just no sweat i wasn't even you know like yeah this is just how it's supposed to be and but adam didn't immediately respond when oh yeah no oh, adam I mean, that was a that was scary tense birth i mean it's like <gasps> yeah it, it, that was alarming well that's the one i wanted to ask so then you've had gabby your first granddaughter yeah who is next uh the next one and this is we're talking to aunt therese by the way yeah noel and oh. that was Nicole's oldest daughter. And what was sort of the age gap between Gabby and her? Was it significant? Um, so, yeah, uh, six years, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. A while. So then yeah. you really had, you know, little toddler Gabby. Gosh, yeah. she really got adored then. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. And she was very good. She'd sit in the backseat of a car and, you know, have adults in the car. And she'd li just listen, just oh. listen. And um, she was great to take to a restaurant. She was great. Yeah, she soaked it all up because yeah. now it gets overturned on her. Her cousin, and here comes another, well, her near first cousin. So Noelle arrives, and right. she was close, local as well. Yes, yep, same town. Yep. Were you able to be in that birthing room? No. <laughs> I don't know why yours was Grand Central Station, but yeah. okay. So yeah, I just, don't know why either. Well, because everybody's different. So it was, was it her and her husband in the room? Right. Okay. Right. Great. Yeah. She has how many kids? Three. Her kids were how close in age or spread out? Uh, so they're about uh, seven years, six, okay, six so years. Okay, so pretty yeah. much, you know. Yeah. So then Danielle, Danny, your daughter, have anyone that sort of overlapped or came in between that? Um, the last of Nicole's, Bridget, and Isabel are pretty close in age. Ah, okay. Mm. So, so then you had a good run of grandchildren yes, at that point with yeah, your daughters. Yeah. And then Mark, your son, who is the third child, right? Right. Okay, right. gosh, I was well, I'm really challenging myself. Um, he now has two kids. Right. They're eight and 11. There's no eight and four. Sorry, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. I follow you know, on Facebook. Thank yeah. God for Facebook, because yeah. it's a way for you to sort of keep up and and see photos, right? Yeah, yeah. it's lovely. Yeah. I mean, it really does take the pressure off of making sure you kind of have some idea of what everybody's up to. You're like, yeah. oh, I kind of know what's happening. Right, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And so he's had two kids. So, gosh, back east, just about everybody had had children. 
and right. Christian was the last of right. your kids. Right, right. That's yeah. cr- and he, you know, he. I'm not going to rat out his age, but you know, was not a spring chicken. Right, he's 46. Well, well I find well, you, do it. you do, you do it. it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of. I knew he wanted to be a dad. Yeah. So it was like, well, what's it going to happen? Like, are we gonna, you know, happen here? And but you know, finding the right person, the right partner, all that's sure. going to happen. That's and right. Jenny's lovely. Fabulous. When she came to Thanksgiving at my house last year, right? our sister Virginia is very astute sometimes, or really is trying to hone in on stuff. And then she gets Rosie on board usually, and then I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off at Thanksgiving, and then usually they come over to me and say some theory about something, and it was like, I think Jenny's pregnant. I was like, what? She's not drinking. Neither is Christian, really. And that dress is very flowy. I'm like, well, we, unless they announce it, we're not going to say anything. She must have been like a month. Yeah, like yeah, she was like a minute. It was like, at, like six like, weeks pregnant, barely. Yeah. But they were trying and headed in that direction. Oh, okay, yeah. Virginia's yeah. like, miscalled yeah. a few things as well, but this well, was yes. right on. As far as Thanksgiving, the little turkey is ready. A thing was about to. Pop right no, out. it was like <laughs> not even. It was hard. No, it was way. She in. was not hiding a bump at all, no, no. but she was in the zone. So, yeah. but yeah. Virginia had a radar. And then Rosie got on. They had their all the theories. I'm like, well, they're not announcing it, so we're not going to ask, right? Because you know it may be the early stages, and that's what happened. So, but you know. I think they did tell us, gosh, it was not too long after there was something that we saw Christian at. Well, they got married in December. Yeah, so it was around that time, and it was like... Or right after, yeah. I I knew it! One of those, I knew it! And I'm like, I mean, all right. So have you been in any of the birth rooms, Therese, to watch your daughters give birth? Well, I was in the birth room for one of Nicole's, but I didn't, wasn't there at birth. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. And also my youngest, uh, Danielle, she had twins at home. Oh, that's one, right. one of the twins was born at home. Oh. And then the other one, she ended up having a C-section for the second one. Yeah, That is a crazy story that yeah. she went into labor and ended up having the first of the twins at home. Right, right. And then made it to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, Aren't they like a day apart too? So yes. like they were on opposite sides of midnight or whatever. That's uh, amazing. Yes, and opposite uh, sides of the horoscope too, because they're different. Uh, horos- oh, that's cool! Yeah. Oh my gosh, how funny! Yeah, <laughs> grammar wow. doesn't approve the horoscope part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean they are so different personality well, wise. Oh, yeah. there you go, there mom. You go, yeah. mom. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's actually they're cool. Fraternal twins, you know, right. obviously, right? So. Really, right, because it's, it's a boy and a girl. It's, it's, it's just different, different people. If they've yeah. been born five years apart, I mean, you know. Well, you're a fraternal twin as well, Aunt Trey's, yeah. right? Right. And did you feel like you and your brother were that different, or no. yeah? No. For me, there was no distinction or separation. It was always us, us oh. and we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your pronouns? Yeah, us, us and, and we. we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. So, when you say you were there for the birth, but not in the birth room. Uh, for Nicole, one of Nicole, so she was in labor, progressing, mm-hmm. and everything, and then it got to be time, and then it gets very hectic. Yes. So it was better for me to step out. Mm. You know. Yeah, because it. You know, I think it. I don't know. California. It's all evolved, right? To hear that our young nieces. We're in the birthing room going back like, you know, 25 years ago. It's kind of surprising because right. young kids, yeah. that's not so typical. Sometimes they will allow siblings, but a lot of times because it's hectic or can be, you know, upsetting because, you know, yeah. there's a lot going on. And then usually siblings are iffy. Like, sorry, Ed, I did not have you and John in my birthing room. I do not know how they were in your birthing room, Catherine. That's crazy. There are... I was responsible you, for a lot of hamburgers uh, oh. when we were working together and feeding yeah, you. Yeah, during my pregnancy. Looking out for you. Yeah, nice. we were working at the same place and he would bring me food because we were on kind of an evening shift. It was a very cool time. Yeah, it was very exciting because like for us, you were the first one that we were going to go through the pregnancy with you because Michelle, oh, they always... Born they, here. Did they yeah. have one child here? Did they have JP here? Uh, no. Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> they, they they bought they lived here with me. Right. With their four kids for nine months. Right. And they bought a house, but it was in Woodland Hills. Close. And so I came from work. And I was sitting there the whole time. Yeah, I I do remember JP is a California kid. So that we got to experience with Michelle, which is great. That's her number five, you know. So it was a lot that, you know, I remember going to London and they had had William at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she would breastfeed and we went out to a very fancy London restaurant. 
and uh, William was just like under a cloak like the whole meal. And Marcos, is this is this what will happen? Is this normal? I go, I, I, everybody's different. Would you calm down? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I mean, James and Michelle are very different. If at that point that was number four, I mean, she was just rolling with it. So I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd be like that with my first kid. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, because I, you know, you then. I think for Rosemary, when Rosie gave birth, we all got kicked out of the birthing room because I yes. think it was so. I oh, got to stay. You oh, got, you to, got stay. to stay because that Rose, was also very long. Rosemary had a very, very long, intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they went really early. Oh <laughs> well, I was a great one for waiting until it was a crisis. Okay, let's get into the hospital, and then you have the baby forty minutes later. <laughs> Well, that is not typical because, you know, now you're going to your OBGYN like every single week or other day by the time you're in your, you know, nine and a half months. So, yeah, I was just remembering that with Sarah, my water broke in the morning at my doctor's appointment. And then they're like, okay, well, you're going to have this baby today. So go home, get your stuff and come to the hospital. And when I got to the hospital, like a couple hours later, they're like, where have you been? And I'm like, what? And they were like, oh, yeah, your blood pressure is crazy. Because I had been fine through the whole pregnancy. Oh. But then all of a sudden, I was basically, what do you call it? Um, Pre- preeclampsia. But right. it was like one step down from that. And then they put me on some medication in the hospital that made me so incredibly hot. I don't know if you remember this. Like, you and Eric and whoever else was bringing bags of ice and just pushing them against my back because I was just so hot. So, I I mean, it was a good thing that I didn't, like, try and wait longer. They were like, uh, no, you could go into a coma. So, I'm like, this is why you go to a hospital because you don't know these things. So, yeah. Well, everybody's birth journey is so different. You know, to observe it can be stressful because you, how do you help you what yeah. do you do mm-hmm. you know and then you gotta rely on the professionals so i rosemary so you were in the room we were you know staying outside i remember that and then um i was then i finally got on board and had <laughs> rosie had her two boys and then finally i had my son oh yeah that right and i was and somewhere uh, in there i had adam in between right because adam rosemary's like in between right Rosie's adam's Doesn't older than the Ethan. same birthday is as luke. luke yeah they're separated by two years so it was sarah then jack jack and william like right in there mm-hmm. then Adam, Luke, two years later, and then Ethan, right? Am I Luke and John Paul? Yeah. Oh, I'm skipping John Paul. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's like keeping this straight. And I remember when I gave birth, you know, I was open to having kind of anybody that wanted to be in the room for the most part. I knew my father-in-law could not handle it because he can't stand the sight of blood, and he really wasn't totally mobile to the point where he could handle it. But I said I, to my mother-in-law, "If you'd like to be in the birthing room, you can be in the birthing room," because. I thought, I don't know, I'm going to have another kid. Is my sister-in-law going to have a kid? I, you know, this might be her opportunity to watch a birth. Because, you know, although we've done podcasts with Grand Jan, I mean, she acts like she was conscious during her pregnancies. I mean, we're all of the era that, like, no, they put you out and you woke up with a baby. But, you know, we don't know a Jan. So, but ye, I was brought to the hospital and um, I think they broke my water. I, you know, the part of it you do, that's why you have other kids because you forget. Like, you oh, know, yeah. You oh, it's so traumatizing. So you forget the details. <laughs> so then um, I'm pretty sure I started to do, um, you know, they tried to induce me, but it was just taking so long. And so I sent everybody home at one point. I was like, oh my God, if I can get any sleep tonight, all of you get out. We'll call you if stuff starts to really happen. So about eight in the morning, you came. Because you didn't go to work, you came, and you were sitting there having your coffee and trying to distract us, and then other sisters rolled in, and I think my sister-in-law could not handle the side of blood either, so she was right outside the room, and my mother-in-law. And I just remember this one thing, because this is like, you know, having your mother, (laughs) you and your morning coffee, it's like, okay, breathe, in my face, I was like, oh my God, if you don't take a breath, man, I'm going to kill you, mom. I was like, I can't take it. Liz, breathe. I'm like, ah, because I've had nothing but like ice chips for 24 hours, for 24 hours, and you have full morning coffee and breath. I'm like, you're going to have to knock me out for this birth at this point because I'm not going to handle it. It was so awful. But I'll go, breath mint. 
And you're like, who? I'm like, you! <laughs> God! But I don't want to talk about it. So then, you know, then as a grandmother, it's very interesting. Like, each of us girls have had different experiences with you as a grandmother. Yeah. I mean, I think I got the best version of it because Sarah being the very first local grandbaby, you came over almost every morning for like the first couple weeks because <gasps> I had time off from work and you just were like there, usually with McDonald's oh. at my door after a long night in, of... Yeah. I'd come in. I remember this very well. I'd come in and you both were in bed, got back in bed immediately. And you, the, Eric and her? Okay. Yes. Yeah, and, we were always very good about someone's here, we're going to go sleep. Like we oh, tried smart. really hard. I mean, that's when I started wearing earplugs because I was like, I can't even know what is happening. I have to try and sleep right now. So I'm going to wear earplugs so that I can't hear. And then you've got the baby. Come get me if you need me. Otherwise, I'm going to really try and sleep. But yeah, when you would come over, we would just be like, you got it. Okay, good night. Yeah. And I'd have the, the bassinet in the den with me. So mm -hmm. I just oh. right beside where I was sleeping <laughs> because I went right back to sleep because I used to come before work. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was really early. And, you know, I'd just keep rocking the thing and she'd stay asleep. Oh, that's Sarah. nice. Yeah, you've always worked through, I think, most of us um, having our I started kids. teaching when John was a baby. Yeah. And you only retired, what, five? When I was 70. Ten years ago. Okay. So, so mean, were you retired when Lauren, the youngest, was born? Were you able to yeah, be? Yeah, just about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, well, Virginia and you have a more, um, you've been more hands-on with those granddaughters, just because I think Virginia, I will admit, like, I look back on it and sometimes Rosie will say the same things like, well, mom wasn't around. Mom wasn't that helpful. I'm like, well, I don't know that I was demanding that much of mom. I wasn't asking her to be over every day. I wasn't, you know, mom, I need your help. Like or Christian even just like inviting. So whether it's asking for help or just being like, come over for dinner, or which Ginny does a lot. She's very much right. like, come over, right. come over, come over. Where I know for me, and I think this is sort of where you're going, I have never been like, come over, come over, come over, or I need help. So it's whatever occurs to you to offer, which because you're very busy is sometimes not very much, or some other kid is getting your attention. And I've always been fine with that. Although I do have to say, I was extremely happy with all the help when Sarah was first born. That was amazing. Oh, was but sorry, lovely. back to you, Liz. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, so all of us, and I wanted to ask you this about Therese as well with your daughter. So I think each of us four girls who've had kids, you've had sort of different relationships with us as a grandmother and the grandchildren. And a lot of it now you get older and you kind of insight, you're like, well, what did I ask of mom? Or, you know, so it can't be disappointed like you weren't every day at my house in the morning bringing me McDonald's. Like, well, I didn't ask you to do that. So that's okay. Because all of your daughters live relatively close to you, Aunt Therese, right? Right. right. So how involved or hands on were you with your grandchildren? Well, with Gabby a lot. Yeah. That whole six years of yeah. her just, yeah. Mm -hmm. With Nicole, not so much because I was working. I had also oh. gotten married. And oh, that's right. My husband was um, had really critical heart operations and recoveries. Mm -hmm. mm. So that was a um, factor. Right. And uh, then with uh, Jack and Jane, Mark's kids, again, there was not the offer. Also, I think it's different with daughter-in-laws. Yeah. It oh, is. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And with Danielle, I was there a lot, I think, because of the twins. It's, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's hard. They'll take any so, help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Plus, they're so adorable. So, you know. Yeah. The gene pool is super cute. Yeah. I mean, they're all great looking kids. And there's really moments like, that's a Sanye man. Yeah. I mean, you just see it. You know, the big head of hair on the girls. It's like strong hair on yes. a lot of them. Yeah. 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 And so I think it is hard to know how to navigate that. And because you've told some stories about your mom being a nana and not yeah I'm, i mean I don't wanna, but it's not being helpful i think is what the well, laugh is about yeah she'd come out in the kitchen and she'd have a cigarette in one hand and a drink in the other <laughs> and she'd say can i do anything and i think well how no. toes <laughs> I mean, she was just she was not very domesticated but at the same time there also aren't any stories of either of you driving off with the grandkids to go pick up some fish for the restaurant in downtown <laughs> you know like oh gosh I our grandparent stories aren't the same thing as you as grandparent stories they definitely gave the vibe when you got a little older and you could kind of be a little 
come on, rascal behavior, especially with your father. Nana was sitting chat with me while I had my scotch and soda and cigarette and Cheez-Its and she'll tell a story or just sit next to her while she read. I mean, they were not super active, involved grandparents, but grandpa always was doing something. So if you wanted to come with them, like when I had to steal the firewood from a construction site, I mean, that he was down for that. It was like, come on, no one's going to arrest a little blonde-haired girl. Come here, go, go grab that huge 20-pound log. It was like, what? So... Cause you're so your mom. And you went with the wagon to go. Get of course, there's no quick getaway. I mean, it was like, and he was completely gonna ditch me if the shit hit the fan. It was like he was. I don't know who that kid is. So I'm imagining mom with any one of your grandkids, like at a pumpkin patch, like, oh yeah, I know we're gonna steal this bale of hay. I cannot even believe what your responses to those would have been. That would have been amazing. Well, she does like to clip flowers <laughs> yes. while she's on walks from people's front yards. So Grammar. that would be the closest thing. Well, it's more. Like, Wildflowers that Graham Ray puts together. I don't. I get the ones that are hanging over the sidewalk. Oh, free game. <laughs> loose interpretation. But no, I mean, you're just. <laughs> After that, you smarty. Elizabeth, who oh. used to go and rob the back of the flowers. They had store. thrown them in the dumpster. They were still perfectly <laughs> she'd be fine. She'd going Mom. through them to see if they were good enough. Yes, they could Corsages at a small business I was running. Okay, I was repurposing, recycling flowers. Genius. So your mother, just to kind of bring it full circle, your mom wasn't the most hands-on involved grandmother, really. And you were back east with although, all your kids. Although right? oh. when they were living in Cliffwood, mm-hmm. which was during James's and William's time as babies, they were all over James. Aww. Aww. That was their they first him, grandchild. They, they had him stay overnight all the time. And, you know, <laughs> of course, then they had their regular schedule. <laughs> which was no schedule and James would come home and he said that was the weirdest day. <laughs> oh I mean I didn't get any lunch <laughs> I cannot remember if we've talked about myself and Rosie because we're close to being Irish twins you would send us to stay with your parents and those were precarious yeah. yeah it was precarious we're lucky we came back alive I mean so I did for all good and fun intents and purposes but it really was like what in the world because you were from a family of five the two of you and you have three brothers two of them did not have children right your brother your twin the we and us did have three children right and where does Robbie because Robbie is the same as Virginia right they're the closest I think in age yeah Um, Yeah. they have the same birthday do they yeah Uh, November 3rd yeah Yeah. exactly yeah yeah Yeah. and then Helen Marie who is always you know one of our fan listeners shout out to Helen Mm -hmm. Marie our cousin and then her sister Christine's about to have her second child yes has had Oh, that's right. Congratulations. So it's another cousin. You really could not test us on how many cousins we have. No. I mean, look, if we really thought about it and made a chart, you know, second cousins. This was the whole debate on the cousin Facebook Messenger chat. It was 30, 31 versus 30, 32, 31, 32. It was 30, 31, I think, right? No one remembers. Great. (laughs) No, I can't keep track. It's too much. (laughs) But I mean, where was he living when he had his kids? Richard? Yeah, because he was in the military, so it was sort of where they were stationed. Yeah. So he was in New Jersey for a while, and I think he was down south. I forget where. And then he was in Massachusetts as well. Massachusetts would have been the closest to, because if your parents had moved at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it is to be close as you get older to some family support or grandmothers, like, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to have them come. I mean, total blessing that you've been able to come see Behringer. Yeah, and isn't there, just going back to Nana, isn't there a story about her and Gabby, like Michelle and her would go visit Nana, and they would have a nice visit together? Yes, yeah, yeah. Because was Nana at that point... In in a nursing home. Right, okay, yeah. So really probably Gabby was the only one that has real memories of Nana. And I don't know if she does. Right. Yeah, she was very little. I just talked Mm. about Nana bringing up some story with her where she was living in her nursing home, and I think we had come back for Nicole's wedding. Right. And we went to go visit her with Helen Marie... And I think it was all four of us girls, Rosemary, Gigi, you and I. And she wanted to sneak out for a cigarette in the nursing home. And I think Catherine was like outraged, like, what? And Helen Marie and I are like, oh, my God, just like, who cares? What does it matter at this point? I'm like, I pulled out a flask. And I, know I didn't have the scotch with me. But I said, all right, I go, do you have cigarettes here with you? Because I thought 
how do you even have them? And she, I think she had some stashed away. And so we wheeled her out to some little patio. And she just was so excited to sit with the girls and have a cigarette. And, I mean, she maybe took three puffs off right, of it. Right. Because at that point, right. the ship had sailed. Yeah. But always talking to Rosemary about it. Because um, we're talking about her mother-in-law. And we were just thinking it was so funny. Because she was so, like, I'm going to sneak out. And, you know, because we always had that. Nana was a character. Yeah. So well, she was she was amazing when Dad died. She came out here and she was up to all kinds of stuff. Oh, when you mean our father, yeah, dad died. Yeah. Well, no, when her husband died. Really? And she came out here for a visit, and she was just up to all kinds of what, stuff. What, like, do you mean? what kind of stuff? Like, you know, let's go the here, let's go there. I mean, she was like a different person. She'd been untethered. Oh, yeah, I think oh, so. Freedom. Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, what are you alluding to? Well, she also had a starring role in Catherine's uh, sitcom pilot, too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Nana was quite the character. I mean, I just remember they were here for some holidays. They were here for a Christmas, and it was a California Christmas. So it was like 79 degrees or something. So dressing the outfit you were going to dress up in for Christmas, you know, church or mass. All of a sudden, it was like, I'm going to be swelteringly hot in this. And your father gave your mother the oddest looking fur coat. Was that in, was that still in the round trays when you cleaned out her possessions? Yeah, I think it's in my closet. Was it otter? Like, I don't know what the hell pelt it was. But even as a kid, I was like, that is not sable. That is not no. mink. It was like, oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. And I'm like... I am sweating as like an eight-year-old looking at it. So I'm like, how? And she wore it to mass. And of course, California's one's like in a tank top and shorts. <laughs> oh, just so it still exists? Yes. Yeah. Didn't it have like a rope? Yes. Oh, my. I mean, as a child, I was flabbergasted at the bad taste of it. Yeah. I was like, that is a fur coat? No, that's not what I envisioned as a fur coat. I think it was lamb's wool. Oh, lamb's my Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. coat. I liked yeah. it. I thought it was nice. <laughs> oh just my like there already, there's it's already so much wool happening, and then you're just like, let's do like an extra thick layer oh of wool, un, unfigured out wool, just like an inch and a half Persian, thick. Persian Whoa. lamb. Persian lamb? Yeah. So it's shaved, and it's very <laughs> I, wavy. Yeah. I, saw the, I do a, remember the you wavy You have part. to take a picture of it, because I swear my memory, literally, when it, she opened it up, and she's like, oh, Joe, Joe, it's gorgeous. I literally remember as a kid, like, ah! And then she wore it to mats, and I think I sat next to her, and I was getting such peripheral heat off of it, I was ready to faint. Like, you have to take a photo and send it to us. Okay. <laughs> Those are the great memories of Nana. Oh, I'm walking in I'm like, you're going to faint from heat exhaustion. It's like, they were total characters as grandparents. You two have always been much more hands-on as grandmothers. Well, and he gave her a mink stole. Well, where earlier. The, oh, yeah. And she that. had it made into a teddy bear. Walls, I did with some grandchild oh. now somewhere. That's all great. Yeah. It, it has a second life. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point of it. Yeah, we've never been a big fur family here in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> There's been, no. never been a need and for various reasons. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's just so... Well, ex- and besides which, Therese had a Dickensy side. Meaning Just, what? you know, she'd get up to all kinds of stuff that nobody knew about. Mm-hmm. Because at home, she was like the model child. It was really annoying. Well, Mom, didn't they have to tie you to a tree to control you? I mean, I don't know. Dickens, like, I don't know who you're calling a Dickens from your childhood stories. No, because I was was just out there. (laughs) I don't know. I'd go for trips. Yeah, they let you loose in the neighborhood. Well, and I knew people they didn't know. Right. You've told some childhood stories that are very funny. Like, you wouldn't have lunch with people, and your mom's like, who, what? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was some of our childhood. Being in Southern California in the summer, in particular, it was like after breakfast was served, it was sort of like, get out, yeah, come get back out for there. dinner mm-hmm. or lunch if you're really hungry. But if we DIY met... DIY summer camp, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. If, and, you know, really the only grandparent that came in summer was Grammy, which is our father's mother. And usually we wanted to get out when she was there because there were chores involved or, you know, she'd have a task. Or, and if you didn't do it quick enough, she was doing it and then you get in trouble. So it was like, oh, my gosh. But, you know, if you had a little bit of money, I mean, you could be out all day and meeting people. And it was just a different era. And, yeah, you know, and did. no tracking your kid. You, I mean, no idea where they were. <laughs> you didn't want to know. <laughs> no, to some degree. Came back alive. Okay, great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, a nice day. Well, great. I'm so happy for you. Let's have dinner. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's too much insanity when you actually think about it now. But we don't have any real wild grandchild yet. Would you consider Lauren oh, a little Lauren. bit of a wild? Well, so that's Ginny's younger. She yeah, is very she's smart. She's funny. And she's very sassy. And she ain't going to do anything she don't want to do. 
Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. she's very cooperative. Oh, I, she stayed with me multiple days. I think she's a doll. I mean, yeah. they're lucky because they have cousins. Because we didn't really grow up with cousins, so no. whenever we had relatives come and visit, including you know, there's infamous stories with you and your. I, I, well, actually, it was the last podcast when you revealed to me at Trey's that Christian and Danny are not twins. Right, right. <laughs> Literally to this day, I'm like, I thought they were twins until that podcast. Yeah. I don't know why, but. I did. So there were some amazing times when they came to visit. But, you know, that can be for another podcast. Yeah, that's they were rare. No, I know. But we were just lucky to have some visits from Back East Cousins. And we went Back East and had our own adventures, too. But I think it's so awesome. So you're going to be here a little longer being Gigi. Right. For now, Behringer, which I think we should start calling him the bear. Yeah. All right. Baby bear. Oh, baby Berry. bear. That's so cute. Well, they'll decide. Yeah. And then yeah. also, right. you know, preschool will do it too. Right. Right. But that head of hair is so fabulous. Yeah. The bear is kind of deciding it. Yeah. We got lost track of all these grandkids. Well, I don't know where we quit. We've wrapped it up with Behringer because he's number 11 for Aunt Therese, Gigi. And like we said, for you, it's like it's been a minute because now, I don't know, the next babies might be. I know. Or listen, our two brothers sitting over here. I don't want to put any pressure on you guys, but that's still a possibility for us to become aunts or grandmothers again. But yeah, there's a, you know, you haven't had a grandchild in a minute. So that's Lauren is the last standing right now. I know. And there's some old enough to be sure. getting married yeah. and having kids. Yeah, hopefully in the next couple hopefully, years, if it's right. I'll be a great grandmother. Yes, that'd be awesome. So, but you're both great, I don't want to say great grandmothers, but you're both awesome grandmothers. I think our kids genuinely like enjoy you. I enjoy them. They're yeah, you stop by unannounced. That's your trick with me in the morning. And usually I'm in my pajamas and I see you walking up to steps. I'm like, oh God, what's going on? <laughs> and it's, oh, I just coming from this or that. Wanted to visit. And so then you just did that recently. And we went and woke up Ethan, the teenager, during summer, of course. And after you left, because we all sort of had breakfast together and hung out. Oh, so I really enjoyed my time with Grand Mary. That was so great. So... You know, you are very beloved by your grandchildren. And now you have number 11, who, I mean, you can already tell he was smiling, being held, is a very happy grandbaby. And congratulations to Jenny and Christian. We love having more cousins and close to us. So it's awesome. So, yeah, I think it would have been possible to, I think we covered everybody. Did we get kind of? (laughs) There were stories about everybody, I think. I think we Need to Did we get enough about Rosemary's Jack and Luke? I don't oh, know. The no. They were amazing. Yeah, little guys. Yeah. yeah, and now they're of course grown men. Basically. That's what I said. It was it's so hilarious. Surprising. They're oh. so big. Ta- well, they're I just was like, away with them, and they're just their presence. They're just young men. men. Yeah. It's like, oh, my. oh, you know what? Yeah. We did touch on them. We didn't get back to you. Had brought up that Adam's birth was really traumatic, and yeah, uh, yeah that was. I mean, you were in the delivery room for that. I don't think I had everybody. <laughs> Ed, you weren't there. It was a. Uh, it was less attended than Sarah's birth. I was there, but it was a when you know the very typical signs that the baby cries. You know, basically, you know, it's out of every movie. Baby yeah. starts to cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color's correct. You know, there's you know they're they're moving their arms and legs. So they're finally like free to do that, and they're freaking out because even the environment changed. He wasn't doing that. Nope. He so did I, not breathe right away. So yeah, I think we were alarming. asked to leave the room, a bunch of us, because Oof. they needed to focus on. And so then to be standing outside the room, just not knowing what's going on, and you're just praying to hear a cry. So I don't know if you were able to stay in the room, Mom, but yeah, I did. they cleared out. Um, I uh, probably myself, maybe your sisters. I mean, I remember being in the room and then mm-hmm. standing on the hallway going like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, 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 please, 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 please. So... Yeah, that that birth in the United States, much less third world countries, is always precarious. And we're lucky that we have modern medicine here to deal with situations because, you know, then Adam did eventually cry and mm-hmm. thank God. But, you know, I mean, it's always... He was the most, of all my grandkids, the most delicious to hug. He gave <laughs> the best hugs <laughs> oh. in the world for the first couple of years. And you lived close by. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we lived really close when he was born. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have to see if I could get a hug. So I'd have a bad day at work now. I'd oh, want to see an Adam, Adam hug. Because give me an Adam hug and I'll be okay. Or a snuggle. Yeah, yeah, he was a delicious baby. Yeah, oh, you also, you know, because everybody's different. And I wonder if your daughters were like this. You know, some can be more intense and other ones are like, here, hold my kid. So 
uh, Kat, I remember Adam being your second kid. I remember one time I got to hold him at some family event and he fell asleep on me. Oh my God. <laughs> For like an hour, my arm was dead numb because he was mm. a big baby. He was. He but was it was lug. awesome to be an aunt. And speaking of big babies, Berenger is like, how much did he weigh? Eight, 12. Yeah. That's Holy hefty. moly. Yeah. You yeah. were the, of all my kids, I think you were eight, 14. Everybody else was over nine pounds. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not that common today. <laughs> no, not at Even all. Even an eight-pound baby is like, ooh, that's yeah. a big baby. Huge. Oh, yeah. you'd, go to the, you'd go to the nursery window, and you'd look at me, what the hell is that kid doing? Someone's, yeah. The baby's already sitting up, waving at you. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what's happening here? Like, oh, my God. His arms are outside. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I was so tired. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Babies today, because they're watching mom's weights and all this, and you know, we're healthier, and it's a really big baby it's like they kind of monitor a little more so like eight pound babies are on the bigger side today yeah. but healthy and thank god yes, right yes. so that's so yeah. jenny's doing great yeah. behringer's here number 11 and we couldn't be happier to have another cousin and talking about sort of some of the grandmother journeys and gg yeah. and grand mary mm -hmm. journeys you've yeah. been on i don't think anybody we both are not gonna be grandmothers for any time in the near future no i mean <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I may not be a grandmother. We'll see how that works out. That's true, because Adam being autistic most likely will yeah. not have a traditional adult journey. Correct. Yeah. And Sarah, it's very funny. She's like, um, I don't like the idea of kids. I'm not oh. that interested. And she has a lot of her own health issues. And she's like, and I don't know that genetically I'm a, really thinking it would be great to give this to somebody. So, <laughs> well, I tell Ethan yeah. I'd like four. And he just rolls Ooh, his eyes funny. at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I say, I want to live with you. I mean, you know, I really traumatized. I'm really scaring the shit out of him at this point. So it's it's all going to happen for me. He's like, oh, my God. He told me recently, like, I think I'm going to go live in a cabin by myself with a view. I was like, uh, are you just being a jerky teenager trying to torment me? Yes, probably. But congratulations on the yes. newest grandchild, grandson, Berenger Gerard Sonia. What a great name. What a name to live up to. He already has a head of hair to pull it off. Yeah. So that's fabulous. And um, thank you. Thank you for both talking about being grandmothers. We're blessed to both have you in our lives, truly. And we love that there's another reason for you to visit Southern California. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love it, too. I know. It's such a blessing. All right. So thank you for listening to Family Dynamics. And you can find us on all social media platforms at Family Dynamics with a K and also on YouTube. We put all of our episodes up on the Knack Entertainment YouTube channel. So thank you for listening to Family, Family Dynamics. Dynamics.